Hello and welcome to this week's episode of our podcast, Three Wise Rubber Ducks. Each week we try and make sense of what's happening in the world, share our facts of the week and discuss events in our own lives. We are a group of three politics students at the University of Bath. I'm Davina Cordy and I'm sat here with... Ethan Scanlon. And Adam Ellis. So without further ado, how has your week been guys? Yeah, it's been good, thanks. Um, we, we've got snow at the moment, today, oh, cool. which is Sunday. Which Where is, are you? Which have you guys? I'm in Bath. Um, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Went to Alexandra Park. Seen a lot of snow. There's a big snowman at the top of Alexandra Park. Oh, like a cool. massive one. Have you guys had snow? No, I feel like I'm missing out. I mean, it actually, it's just started to snow now, but the ground is wet, so I don't know if it's going to stick. No. But, uh, yeah, some, I haven't like had, some, like, some icing. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of icing. <laughs> what oh, about you, Ethan? Yeah, I've had a bit of snow. Um... I, w- I woke up this morning and I was looking on my phone. You know, like, there's always the obligatory. I haven't posted anything, but everybody posts something when it snows. Because in the south of England, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. su- it's such a treat to have one day of snow a year. So everybody has to know about it, you know. Like, you can't just look out and go, oh, it's yeah. snowing. Everybody yeah. has to tell you it's snowing. Um, but, 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 yeah... <laughs> that's often how I find out. I, I, yeah, well, that's how I found out, because my, my blinds were still shut. And I saw it was snowing in Bath, and I was like, oh, maybe it's snowing in Swindon, where I live. So I looked out, and it was. So I went on a walk, and I, I realised how much of a bad aim I was with snowballs. I was awful. <laughs> I would be shockingly bad. It's, it's quite nice snow as well. What? Like, it's, like, quite good for... It's not... It's quite, like, light and fluffy, you the know? The first five minutes... Good for making snowballs. Cold, and then there's just a bunch of annoying kids running near you, and you're like, I just want to go in now. Yeah, you had your fun. <laughs> it hasn't got to that like deadly stage yet. No, well, I was thinking. It hasn't got to the deadly stage where it rains a little bit and the ice freezes in it, and it becomes like ice. Oh, that's tomorrow. Take out. Oh, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that yeah. tomorrow. Unless it snows not again. Looking forward to that tomorrow. Hopefully it will snow again, and then that won't mm. happen. Just maintain the snow. It just layers on top. Um, you just have the ice underneath. Unfortunately, though, <laughs> that hasn't happened during the time we're at university. It's the one week that we have off, which might sound good, but then it's not like we can have any yeah, snow days. True. Though I don't know if snow days would work. Mm. Sorry, it's snowing today, so you can't come to your online virtual lessons. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got snowballs yeah. to throw. Sorry, <laughs> no I can't Zoom get for me to today. my laptop. Oh, why is that? I'm snowed in. But isn't your laptop in your room? Yeah, <laughs> there's snow in the house. If you actually, yeah. if you worked like, <laughs> like an annex or like in a room at the bottom of your garden, and you were gen- like there was genuinely snow outside, could you say that you were snowed in? I can't, I can't get to my office. Where is your office at the bottom of the garden? But there's an inch of snow in the way. <laughs> just I can't risk it. That'd be some pretty bad snow. Mm. I think you need a bit more than an inch. <laughs> It's like, yeah. do, you, do you remember well, yeah, the we... Simpsons movie where he opens the door and all the avalanche comes in? You need it like that oh, yeah. as an excuse. I mean, even then, even then, I think the university would send us an email and go, whilst we appreciate that there is snow, this is not an excuse not to do your work. No. You could literally have, like, metres and metres of snow and lose all power and, and everything and be, like, properly snowed in. And I reckon they'd still email me and, and go, yeah, that's not a good enough excuse. Like, oh for sure they'll be like it's not a good enough excuse for you to hand in late but because of the snow we won't mark it for an extra four months yeah. 
Sorry, we are snowed in at the moment. So yeah, we that's can't true. Do anything, but you should still do it. I'm like, but but you can. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. Hopefully, it will. I li I like it when it first settles, but right now my feet are quite cold because I went out for a bit. It's nice waking up and like feeling like a like a child again. Waking up and seeing snow, and you're like, wow. Did you do any snow no angels? No one's when there's no like footprints in it yet. Did, did you do any of that? I didn't do any snow Snowmen? angels. We had a little snowball fight. Which is nice. Sledging. Um, I made a snow dog actually. How? You... Made a little, made a little sausage nice. dog. You like made a little <laughs> lump and then put a head on it and some ears. Called it a day. <laughs> Called it dead. Did you have a picture of it? <laughs> I don't actually. Oh, so if you did, you should have put it on the uh, Instagram story so people could see. Yeah, I do have some. Um, I have a. I cap. I cap. Managed to capture the moment where uh, my friend got hit in the face with a snowball, which <laughs> is quite funny. Nice. <laughs> it's quite sad though, isn't it? When you see like the snowmen, and it's like because they don't melt at, at the same time. They normally stick around for like a day or two after, because of you know whatever science. And it's yeah, just it's sad to just see them slowly whistle away. You know, like this the snowman movie that um. Alad Jones sang in. Oh yeah. And that's sad. Even though he comes back the next year that's with a sad. dog. The Davina's dog. That's actually yeah. the the dog that Davina made earlier was was the dog from Snowman yeah, exactly. Two. <laughs> yeah. Snowman and the Snow Dog or whatever it's called. Couple of... Oh yeah, that that is a Snowman and the Snow Dog. Is that a film? Yeah, that's the second one. The second one. The sequel. Oh, nice. The Snowman Tokyo Drift. <laughs> So. so there's like a whole series, <laughs> several films. <laughs> two snow, two man. Sneak, sneak preview to my weekly watch list later. Oh. <laughs> Guess two what it snow, is? Two, <laughs> <laughs> two snow, two snow. Man. <laughs> yeah. How how how's your week been, guys? On the uh, on the search of something to do, that I I started looking at placements because the ones that the uni offered, I applied to the ones that I wanted to do so I started looking at ones off that like the uni didn't recommend um, oh yeah and I found one which sounded really cool it was like a there's this they're launching in, it's like for Unilever and they're launching a new ice cream brand whatever over in Australia I was like that sounds cool I'll apply I didn't realise it was a full time job so I've applied to a full time job not a placement but I assume that when they read my cover letter and it says I want to apply to this placement, they'll just shut me down rather than I accidentally get a full-time job in Australia and have to drop out of uni and move over. In there. Australia? Yeah. That's, that's where, so cool. That's where they're launching it. I, I, yeah, I thought it would be a cool placement for a year. Yeah, just, I thought it would be a cool placement, a placement for a year, but it turns out it's, it's, turns out it's a full-time job. So, you know, I'm going to start a new life in Australia and just, what, it's not that, that bad. That? <laughs> what's, go from there. what's the difference, though? Like, between It doesn't it. end... <laughs> no, but like no, that's true. you could apply. But I think for a you, job you only have to fill a certain amount of hours. Once, once you like, I think there's like a quota for how many hours you yeah, need for placement. Hand in your notice and be like, "Look, it's been great. Thanks. Enjoyed making." Well, no, because they're launching, like... you have to be there for the whole project, and it's going to take how more long? than a year. How long is that? It's like project? launching oh, this new ice cream brand. Ten years. <laughs> I <laughs> see. In Australia, who knows? Would how you, long would it you... takes? <laughs> if they if they realistically like got back to you and said thanks Adam uh, we'd really like you on the team would you go would you drop everything I highly 
highly doubt that's going to happen. But I would probably go for a year and then feel really bad when I drop out after a year and come back to uni. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, I, know, I know the project's not done yet, but I need to go back to uni. They'd hunt you down. <laughs> In Halfway across the world as well. <laughs> I just want to go to Australia. It's better than here at the moment. I don't even have snow. True. I mean, would they let you in? That's the question. Yeah, basically, you have to go and then you have to quarantine in the hotel for two to three weeks and then you can live there normally. And I then, obviously, when I come back to the UK, there's like no quarantine or anything. So. You, you just <laughs> go and cough on people, really. You just, yeah, it's you, fine. That's, yeah. No, that's cool, though. Good luck. I hope you yeah, yes. get it if you I, want I, I, to get I, I, it. I don't actually know if I do. What? I so, I, so I want it, but not as a full-time job. Because also it's like they're not paying for any of the like benefits. You have to like buy a house over there and or, like rent a place. And it's not <laughs> included in like what they pay you. He's done with <laughs> university. He's just getting on with his life now. Buying a house. Yeah. Settling down. <laughs> finding a nice Australian girl. Getting married. Just to find a family. Kids, retiring. Dying in Australia. <laughs> that's just... That's it now. You're... It's summer there now as well. Might as well have some sunshine. Yeah. Oh wait, presumably you wouldn't be going now. You'd have to wait till the end of this year, wouldn't you? Adam's. Adam's But it's yeah. It it starts in July. You're going. You could be halfway through like a lecture, (laughs) and you could just. Sorry, Howard. I have (laughs) to go. Drop everything. I'm going to Australia. (laughs) Thing is, I found it. it Like it's like old experience in like international relations and marketing and stuff and i was like oh this sounds good i don't know why this wasn't on the uh placement web page on moodle and that's obviously why because it's not a placement but that's interesting i'd search placements but international relations would would they like they'd be like so tell us yeah not not isn't the marxist theory i feel like it was national relations and peripheral and core states or ice cream it said um experience in like international policy and stuff so rather than the actual degree it was more sort of things we learn in the degree rather than just having the degree having the degree if you get what i mean yeah what about you davina have you looked for any placements um yeah so i'm i think the plan for the next few days is to look at summer 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 internships mainly that's the the plan rather than a placement year nice Nice. i think so it's a bit long i've already got one but i think it finishes early like may Depending on um, on COVID, so cool. yeah. I just like to try and do one, so at least for my fourth year of university, I can have a bit of time at university where it's yeah. not totally dominated by coronavirus things. That's that's the main reason that's I'm true. doing placement, just to like space out my time at uni and let COVID pass a bit more. I might, might do a masters just... for that same reason. Or a PhD. Yeah, I think I think I quite like that idea. Of Just live at university yeah. from now on, yeah. become like a resident lecturer or something, and just become, live the rest of your days. Become like David Moon. <laughs> I've considered that before. Just never leave. I'm in Bath for life now. <laughs> anyway, have you? What about your placements? How are they going, Ethan? My placements. Uh, I've applied to a couple. Been rejected by one, which was enough for me to just decide just not to. You know, like, after you get rejected by one, you think it's the worst thing in the world and you just decide you're never going to do a placement again and never apply to anything else and you're just going to go, no. So I, I was very yeah. stubborn for about two months, not wanting to do anything, but then I've recently started applying for a couple in and around Swindon. Um, 
I've applied for a couple of research ones in Bath. So I'm still at the university, which I thought was pretty cool. But instead of yeah, learning, nice. I'd, I'd be on like a research team. But they haven't got that's back cool. to me yet. That's pretty cool. So, thank you. That's all I've really been doing with my week. Getting stuff ready for placements. Some stuff out. Enjoying the nice. snow today. Been pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird time, isn't Very it? Very nice. It's not like um. Yeah. You know the first lockdown, or the second lockdown. Like I saw a meme the other day where yeah. the first lockdown was like banana, banana bread and going outside. Second lockdown was like Netflix and stuff. And the third lockdown is just trying to survive and get through it. And I was like, I can, I can relate to that. Yeah. Because it's that's definitely been a bit yeah. more of a weird one, but hopefully you know, soon. Boris Johnson will be like. You know, coronavirus doesn't exist anymore. Boom. <laughs> Everything goes back. <laughs> it's a bit confusing, though, because I don't really know what's up with uni. Whether we're going back, or whether we're staying. Or... Like, I know that Davina's already back. I don't know about you, Adam, whether you're planning on going back or... At some point. I'm not back yet. But at some point, <laughs> hopefully. Fingers crossed. If not, we're going to move to Australia live life there yeah nice. it's a solid plan and like all the tennis players have gone there at the moment and because one of them got covid on the plane like, they've all had to quarantine and can't play tennis new splash of the week wait wait we've uh, we've we've touched on some things already actually to be fair um so i, I think the big thing this week was the inauguration of biden yeah Yes, big time. Uneventful. Mainly the best thing to result from that is the meme about Bernie Sanders' coat and his gloves. (laughs) What's that about? Why is it so funny? I don't... Do you not see how he was sitting, Ethan? That's comedy gold. (laughs) What? Cross-legged and (laughs) cross-armed? That's just the normal pose. I thought it was funny. but Is is that how you sit? I couldn't quite understand why it was funny, if that makes sense. It was the fact that you can put it into so many different situations. Yeah. And that, like they took the picture of him sitting like that and put it everywhere, like the Game of Thrones throne and like WWE, all sorts of things. He could fit like everywhere. I feel a bit sorry for Joe Biden, all of that work and just got taken away from him and his Yeah, no, you know, on Twitter on, on Twitter on the day of his inauguration, he wasn't even in the top ten names that were trending. That's sad. Really? That's yeah, Donald Trump playing golf in Florida was probably. probably I think there. Trump was actually on there. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Trump, Bill. Clinton oh, Michelle Obama's there. outfit was fantastic. Like, she killed that outfit. It was so good. What was her <laughs> outfit? I don't know. It was like, it was like, um, like um, some wide leg trousers and like a roll neck, and it was like burgundy red, and it was very cool. I just Strong remember power that. move. Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and the other one, George Bush. <laughs> the other one. The only <laughs> other president. <laughs> the other one that was there. Did any Did any of you um, watch the um, inauguration? Yeah, I watched, I watched like, bits. It just looked like... The first three hours. So it's, the, you the, first the first three, three hours. hours? Yeah. Cause yeah, CNN, yeah, only a bit, Ethan. CNN were doing like <laughs> live coverage of the whole thing the only thing i missed was 
allegedly the Foo Fighters were playing at a party like for Joe Biden. I don't think that was publicised though. That was the only bit I wanted to watch. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll see Dave Grohl come on, he'll do the, he'll do the thing, and then I'll, I'll turn it off. And it never happened. So after about three hours in, I was like, do I, I'm just gonna not watch anymore. I I don't know. I was not in a in a bad way. I was expecting there to be riots. Yeah, no, I thought that would be a bit more. Just wanted to see like riots. I thought though, um, Mike Pence did a a very good thing to still go to the inauguration. Though that was very good of him to do the whole thing. Yeah, I think it was the right thing to do. Yeah, have a good joke about something don't know what they were laughing about and they got whisked away the security detail on it though was phenomenal like the amount of people mm. that you saw and that's the the security that you just saw there had been so much more there that you, know, you just weren't aware did of. you know that um there were more troops deployed in washington than in iraq on that day more u.s um troops yeah understandable after the whole yeah. Capital Hill incident. Do you know how many yeah. that was? It, yeah. Just no, I just saw that just on the news. Yeah, I think I think um, Biden has sort of a reputation for sort of being just not Trump. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Why do you uh, like that's one. That's one of the main reasons he was voted for is just because he wasn't not Trump. Trump. He's just not Trump. Trump. <laughs> um, yeah, know. the U.S. back in the Paris Agreement. Some some good things happening. Yeah, he basically spent his first day mm-hmm. going back on everything Trump did and trying to erase yeah. his existence yeah. as much as he could. Yeah, D- Donald yeah. Trump. Who? He's quite controversial, I think. He's never been. It was a lot of ways. J- just for you, Ethan, it was twenty thousand U.S. troops. Ooh. Is that Pred- it? like is in that at the wow. inauguration? In in Washington, twenty thousand is a lot. Twenty thousand is a I'm lot. Though. Twenty thousand just in Washington. I'm thinking deployed. less than that for Iraq is. Not substantial. Now, I this is just off the top of my head. This might be wrong, but while Trump was president, didn't they weren't they withdrawn from Iraq? Isn't is that why? That could be wrong. Oh, is that why I the figures seem so? Yeah, I feel like that happened, but that may be wrong. So do not quote me on that. People, do your own research. Yeah. Fact don't check. Don't Always rely fact check. on us for the news. Not just us. We're not a news yeah. podcast. But also in, us in news general. <laughs> <laughs> what do we know <laughs> we just report about things we like to watch and our opinion on the news <laughs> of fact. we're just three ducks <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to get through a pandemic <laughs> yeah. that's what we're trying to do historians might look back at this one um, day because you know you can yeah. use like secondary sort of resources for your research and be like oh we were exploring how young people we're in the pandemic. We could be quoted for this, and it could be entirely wrong. Adam Ellis, imagine like twenty-one, said on this podcast that twenty thousand troops were in Washington on that day. <laughs> could be made up, but who knows? <laughs> that doesn't matter. Imagine Sorry, like I'm... your great-great-grandkids go to a history class, and you know when they used to like play documentaries in history class, they play our podcast instead. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, this is all factually accurate. <laughs> Hear me say, hive of ants. And they just disowned me at that point. <laughs> now, oh, it he used to be called a hive of ants back in 2021. <laughs> Weird people. Um, 
got what else has stuff. happened this week? The R rate, well, closer to home, the R rate is now estimated between 0.8 and 1. First time it's been below that, 1 since early December. It's good. good. It means infection rate's going down. Nice. Hey. Which it's would make sense since we're about dark. two weeks into lockdown. Is that it? <laughs> so. Just hope so. Yeah, <laughs> it's been I like what two weeks? <laughs> I felt like it's been a month. Has it been two weeks? That's depressing. Yeah, I think two, two and a half. Yeah, it hasn't two been and a half, three. Yeah. Three, yet, I don't think. No. Do you know when he's doing an announcement? Please say it's this week. Is it this week? It was fifteenth of February. Is the next review, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, fifteenth um, of February. <laughs> nearly three weeks away. Fourteen. Yeah, 15th of February. Yeah, and um, they also announced that schools will have a two-week um, preparation preparation period before reopening. So two, schools will be given a two-week notice before they can reopen, they like which is quite good. Everything down and That's good. Make it COVID secure. I mean, I think they're just trying to avoid what happened at the beginning of January, which was, will we? will they open, will they not open? Who knows? Let's open them for a day and then close them again for a national lockdown. Um, mm. so that ended well. Any notice, I think, is better than none. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll say something about universities this time. I think last time we just cut it short. Mm. Um, yeah, hopefully. He might just add on and universities to the end of it when he's listing them all off. Last time he went, what was it? Primary schools, secondary yeah. schools, colleges. And then he moved on. That's it. <laughs> not universities <laughs> yeah and this time we go oh and just for the students out there and universities wink points his finger can't see me on the Skype call but <laughs> for I the students doing the this announcement this announcement's for you you can now go to your <laughs> blend of I don't know online classes <laughs> um, should we do facts of the week yeah yeah have yeah. we got any cool facts this week, guys? Oh, we're getting straight into Do you want to hear a fact about countries or a fact about mosquitoes? Ooh. Um, let's, do, let's do countries. Countries, okay. Um, so the term third world hasn't got anything to do with the wealth of the country. Did you know that? I Despite did not. What, is it, what does it have to do with it? So, after World War Two, the world split into three large geopolitical blocks. The block of democratic countries within the American sphere of influence, so those countries influenced by America in the Cold War, were called the First World. The ones influenced by the socialist states were the Second World, and those not aligned with either were the Third World. And then it continued from oh. there. So any that weren't associated with the Soviets or the Americans were Third World countries. It's just they now happen to be poorer Maybe to do with those reasons, maybe yeah. not. Implicit, but not direct, as a reason to why they're, they're yeah. third world countries. What about South American countries that were under the American sphere of influence? They'll be second world. Mm. That's still very interesting, though. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Very, very relevant. Yeah. So I, I wonder, like, can you move up? Are you stuck as like a third world country now? No. Or could you? No. No. There's. I. I think it's a bit more fluid, because you've got BRIC countries, haven't you? Brazil, um, 
yeah. India, and knee Russia, as well. China, got brick and knee countries. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and 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 they're moving from sort of second, third world countries to first world countries in terms of their economy and their standards of living and things like that. Um, so I suppose you could move. Whether you can move down, I don't think you can. I think it's it's a one way road. You can only become more powerful. Yeah, I, yeah. I just realised my whole life was a lie, so I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Is that your whole life? Just about just no, everything else could be right, but that one thing in Adam's life. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm cancelling. <laughs> Wrote about it so much in like A level geography and stuff, and it's all wrong. Just A level geography. Colouring in. It's just colouring, isn't it? It's just colouring in. Colouring in. Colouring in. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset. We didn't do colouring in once. We didn't. We never did colouring in. I, well, I, I signed up for it mostly because of colouring in. tectonic plates and clouds. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's like yeah. human geography as well. Like people. Yeah, it's like, see, it's urban, rarely to do urban with where countries nuts. are. Like, whenever I don't know where a country is, my dad was like, I thought you did geography A-level. But we never, like, looked at a map and went, oh, yes, this country's here next to this country. That's not I something you get marked I that for. should be incorporated into the A-level specification. Like, you timed exam for, like, I don't know, 20% of it. And you're in front of a computer screen, and they show you, like, the outline of a country, and you have to say what it is, or a flag, and you have to say what it is, you know? See how many like, countries you can label in half an hour sort of thing. What countries border like on, the Czech yeah, those Republic? Places which is like name all the countries. And then that would be fun. Yeah, that would. What do you say, Davina? Like those? Have, did you ever do those quizzes which is like name all the countries in a certain time limit? Yeah. Name these yeah, like, Buzz, like... Buzzfeed quizzes. Name these countries, and we'll tell you what type of Disney princess you are. And Buzzfeed's more like <laughs> yeah. which country are you? Like you answer the question, it tells you that you're like Uganda. You know, oh, cool. <laughs> That's just because I'm quirky, a Pisces. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Capricorn, so she's definitely like. Of course, I, I, of course I Mad, would be like, the Ukraine. Morocco. <laughs> God, that's, that's awful. I never get those. Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We all do a bit of writing as, as well as the podcast, and I don't get like the, the, the rice that. Buzzfeed is like okay so what are we going to do today oh we're going to write a quiz of like the most randomest stuff going that just makes no sense like pick this colour and we'll tell you what type of Ford Fiesta you are so it doesn't make sense <laughs> I don't it's, it's I a don't great way to get your data though isn't it it's a great way to get your data really? you, like, you, you know that by filling all this in they're going to get your data but you get to find out what loaf of bread you are at the end yeah a good podcast <laughs> idea the best trade be deal ever I've just had a, a special podcast. If you want, guys, we we could um, choose some BuzzFeed quizzes, and we could all do them. People could send them in, yeah, and, and and we can see what different types of things we are, like what type of country we are based and, on uh, our colours and stuff. Let <laughs> us know if you want a uh, what what type of rubber duck you are quiz. If you want us to make one, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be I'm cool. sure we can definitely do that. Can we do that? <laughs> if not, we will message BuzzFeed and ask them to do it for us. Like we had that much clout <laughs> after dissing them for like five minutes straight. Can you do this favour, please? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. okay, okay, Ethan. What's your fact? Yeah, this on, week on about data capture. Actually, um, 
my interesting fact is the the US government saved um, every public tweet from 2016 to 2017 and then from 2018 onwards decided only to keep tweets on a very selective basis so what was the selective basis I don't know there's a hyperlink on the <laughs> website to what a selective basis means oh. we're gonna click it oh no it's actually a library congress okay that's too much oh. writing go and look at it if you want to know I assume it's just nothing to do with Donald Trump mm. um, I always yeah. find like data like like you know when you when you think you think that you you think that of buying something online and then Instagram Facebook and like Twitter all suggesting like similar things like they come up with pop-up ads like, I always find like the amount of data that I mean, people I, have I was doing on some, you is slightly terrifying. I was doing some research yeah. the other day for an article I was writing, and I was I, everything I'd written so far was in a Word document, and I needed an answer to something. I've forgotten what it was, and I started typing it into Google, and I think I did like the first couple of letters, and it came up with like a location. That's scary. From where I, I lived. So like, scary. Nah, I'm I'm done. Have you watched the um? Have you watched the Netflix documentaries like the Social Dilemma and the Great Hack about like how our data is collected and used? I'm not planning on watching. Yeah, yeah. It seems a bit too. It's 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 okay, but it's quite like it's it's meant to scare you a lot. I I did think it did have some very good points about like how social media is like a drug in terms of the way that it like it's addictive mm-hmm. in um, like Facebook Facebook and other social media platforms make you want to come back for more yeah I yeah, can't remember how definitely. to precisely phrase it but also it's like I read this thing about how Apple like sometimes will will send I don't know if this is true or not but they'll sometimes send like a, a buzz to your phone like they make your phone buzz even if there's no notification, so you look at your phone more. Oof. Which I, I have that all the time. I always think my phone, like, I always think that I hear my phone go off. Then I have a look yeah. and there's no notifications, and I'm like... Eh. Now you mention it, I feel like I've yeah. that. That's quite dystopian. Like, we're living in Black Mirror. Or maybe or it's just, like, our brains, like, want, I don't know, being addicted and wanting us to... Um, go on your phone. A bit more. Look at the but yeah, phone. what did you think of the documentary? Yeah, I thought, I mean, it was quite... Sort of because I watched The Great Hack a while ago, and that really like goes into like Cambridge Analytica and how they use your stuff to con- like affect your voting. Well, not affect your voting, but push you in a certain way and stuff. And yeah. then the social dilemma is more like how in everyday life you're just being affected and influenced by this stuff, and you realise you don't have as much control over your life around technology as you thought, which is quite yeah yeah quite a difficult thing to process but very very well done and raises some good points maybe a bit of fear mongering you know you don't know how much is exaggerated but yeah yeah but it, ma- it made me realize that like it made me realize that like my phone is not neutral like it, it's built to like it's not like our brains being like like myself wanting to go on my phone a lot it's also some of it is is our phones are not neutrally 
built so that we can go on them whenever we want they're, they're geared towards making us go on it more and more geared yeah for like yeah yeah that's sure. how they make money so mm, it's, it's yeah. capitalism it's everywhere yeah capitalism, it's fine back to a politics tangent capitalism politics <laughs> is everywhere I just had a break there because I haven't watched it. I, d- I don't think I will because it's just. I'm holding my phone and I've got uh, two yeah, laptop it's... screams in front of me. I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared yet to rethink certain lifestyle choices. I'm happy with them all having my data at the moment. Most of it. It's yeah, it's mm. it's because you watch it and you're like, yeah, that's kind of scary. But I didn't feel that I needed to go on a detox afterwards. I still went on my phone just as much just slightly wow. more weary really i didn't really stop straight at your phone just like second yeah and she's oh wow i'm so worried it, oh instagram better check that sort of it's, it's like pepsi max you know i i couldn't necessarily stop whenever i want to for good but i, I don't have to have it i can go days without having pepsi but i couldn't stop forever so it's not like an addiction but it's like you don't want to cut it out completely sort of thing i feel like that's how it is with my phone I don't need it every second of every day, but getting rid of it completely, I feel like, yeah. is not an option. Yeah, I get you. I I, I have such, like, I, I get... The thing that I'm trying to curb is the fact that when I don't have my phone, I, I get, like, separation anxiety. Mm. Yeah. Like, I feel the need to be like, what am I, what am I missing? What am I looking at? Like, you rely it's on like it when I went to the so Alexander much. Park this morning, my phone died when I was up there. Yeah, and I was mm. like... Ugh. University's but, all done online. Yeah. 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 U- university is done online. Um, nearly every part of, of of your daily routine is done online. Not not through choice. Not because you want to. Because you have no other sort of choice in it. A lot of the things, even when there wasn't social distancing and things like this, um, you hmm. you'd do it online when you you know handing in modules on Moodle or things. Um, emails are a mm-hmm. big thing as well. You're expected twenty four seven to check them to respond to do things. Yeah. And it doesn't really I guess it's like have a lot of choice. They want it to go as efficiently as possible. Everything in life you want as efficiently as possible, and sending an email stuff is better than you know going to meet people in person all the time. And the pandemic's definitely pushed us into this sort of reliance more on technology. Obviously, Zoom to see people, and online lectures and everything. So we're definitely becoming more reliant on it as a species, especially with the pandemic. And I think mm. that's going to last even after hopefully soon when we get rid of the pandemic i feel like that will last i feel like attention span is also shorter now like in the documentary thing they mentioned this but i feel like ever since i got tiktok where it's like 15 second videos i feel like my attention span is just so much shorter like it's so much quicker to just send someone a message see like try and catch up with people watch like a 10 second video than to like sit down and do and watch a long YouTube video that's like, like 20 minutes long. Things. Yeah, exactly. I watched, I read an article once, the name of which I've forgotten, but basically said they did some research on um, attention on different apps. And they found if your app didn't load in two seconds or less, you it, it was very likely that people would click off it and go to a different app. I don't know about you, but like if like Instagram take is taking a bit of time to load or something, um, you you have a tendency to like click off it and go on to something different. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I yeah, for definitely. sure do that. So it definitely is. Yeah, there's um quite a good book called um How to Break Up with Your Phone, 
which I quite highly recommend. It's, it is similar to the documentary in the way that it's quite meant to, like, the first half is meant to, like, scare you. Um, but it sort of acknowledges that that's the point. You're not going to stop doing it unless you're scared. You really realise how much you're addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I recommend that. It's quite a good book. Give it a yeah, read. I think you mentioned it before. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just to us oh, in yeah, person. Maybe. But it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It talks about how like also multitasking is also a problem. Like if we're waiting, like in a queue, everyone go on their phone. Like, like we bring our phones everywhere. Mm-hmm. When we have any moment, we sort of things at, t- at times where we're meant to be focusing on one thing. Like, I've definitely done this where I'm in a lecture and I've just gone on my phone, and then like five minutes later, I've no idea what's going on. Davina, that's um, disappointing. Yeah, expected better. Got, got focused in the lecture. <laughs> got focused. Now I know. Now I know. The game. Yeah. Now I know. No, that's fair. It's funny, so, when you're in yeah. lecture halls, like first year, the amount of people that you would see, you, you knew that it was, the lecture was dragging, especially if you were at the top, because there would be people in all sorts of different things, like shopping for clothes. Yeah. <laughs> football manager, you know the, yeah. the laptop game football manager? That was something I saw a lot. I don't know why, really common in yeah. Bath. Um, and then you always had like the one or two rich kids that would just go on the Apple shop. I honestly think they did it on purpose. Put loads of stuff in their basket <laughs> and buy it. And I was like, are you trying <laughs> to prove something in the lecture that you can buy a laptop when you have a laptop? What's your fact of the week, Davina? I don't think we've done that. Oh yeah, mine is um, diff- very, very different top- topic of conversation, but it's, uh, it's that cows have a regional accent when they moo. And I sent <laughs> a funny meme. I think we talked about this before, but I sent a funny meme to the, the group chat about <laughs> like uh, a cow with a beret photoshopped going meh <laughs> and another one going, I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> how how do they... From other cows? Yeah, yeah how, how? I have no idea. Would they... I just, I, I didn't think too much about this fact. <laughs> I didn't they, inqu- would they understand other cows? Much. Is it just like an accent or is it like a different language? Mm. Like... Accents, you get different it? like breeds of cows as well, can't you? Yeah. I don't know what the. Do you reason they have discrimination are? as well? Like the northerner cow is really like frowned upon by the southerner cows. I don't think they have the social concept of north and south in terms of like, he's a northern cow. <laughs> he's a southern cow. I think uh, I think it's actually um like different, different herds of cows, so. It says that in small populations, such as herds, you'd encounter identifiable dialect variations. So, like, it's different, like, groups of cows, depending on where they come from. Regional twangs. I've also been seeing birds, apparently. Damn. (laughs) That's cool. I guess it helps them, like, identify their friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking about the comment I made last week about you know how everything north of Birmingham is the north (laughs) (laughs) if you're a cow don't keep bringing it up you're going to get hate again (laughs) I'm not going to get any hate this week and if I do get any hate I know exactly who the hate comes from he's on a watch list that's true he will be hunted down in a non-threatening way and be having strict words to and I will stop doing things for him that sounds awful he knows what I mean by that. So, 
Speaking of watch list. Uh, yeah, what, what's on your weekly watch list, Ethan? <laughs> on my weekly watch list, um, I've been going through a bit of a Hugh Grant phase at the moment. Which sounds Ooh. really oh. random. But I saw a Hugh Grant film on Netflix <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to watch this whole man's discography once my exams are done. Um, so I watched Notting Hill, which is a 1990s oh, film. Classic. Interesting. Which I don't know if you've watched it. I quite liked it. It mixed reviews yeah. online. But I thought it was just like... Isn't it a, isn't it a rom-com? It is a rom-com. I do... In the right, in the right <laughs> mood, a rom-com that's specifically set in London because there's just something about a 1990s film that's a rom-com set in London. Like Love Actually, Notting Hill. I would say Bridget Jones. But and, yeah, has Bridget Hugh Jones Grant, you know. Has to have Hugh has, Grant as well by the sound of it. Oh my God. Uh, was it Four Weddings and a Funeral? Mickey Blue Eyes. Like films like that that have Hugh Grant in it. Like from the 1990s, top tier. But it's about um, a book, a bookshop owner who falls in love with a movie star. God, I'm not saying this well, am I? Is it called like Action Pat Thriller? Um no i think i think it's good that you're recommending this just about that yeah and in their story but it's quite good it has um hugh grant in it doesn't it have julia robertson yeah i was gonna say it's got julia roberts hugh grant reese if if i don't know how to say this uh gina mckee um director is roger mitchell yeah it's a good richard curtis is writer as well so it's 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 something nice yeah. that you can watch an hour or two. Um, yeah, yeah, easy watching. Easy, e- easy watch, nice nice easy watch, and that's been pretty much it. Yeah, what about you guys? Nice nice. So my pick for this week is Fast and Furious, which I've I haven't watched all of them Wh- yet. Which one? Um, Just the whole thing. I've watched part of three, oh, five, seven, and one. And Seven is on Netflix, and uh, it was, it's the last one that Paul Walker's in before he dies, like in real life. Mm. So I thought that it was a, for a film that's like got a reputation for just being about cars, it was actually quite emotional. And family. Emotional end scene. Because that's the big yeah. thing that comes up with the meme. Yeah. The family. Sorry. The classic. Yeah, yeah. I've got <laughs> friends, i got family. That's a classic line from Vin Diesel. I just find some of the scenes a bit <laughs> over the top. Like one sticks in my mind. It's not. Like, it's not like good. For, it's not. It's not good content. It's. It's again Jesus like Notting Hill. It's a lot to watch. Email. <laughs> it's like when the cars come out of the back of the helicopter or the plane, and then they fall. That's sick. That's so like, sick. That That's so cool. Uh, it, it's crazy because it started off as just like. It started off as just like um, street races. And now they're just like in the in Fast Furious Eight, Vin Diesel catches a car with like his bare hands. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what also, the rock top... is just great. Yeah, it's true. It's like you know, with Top Gear, it started off as like three blokes doing cars in a very similar sense. Yeah. And now, if you look <laughs> yeah. at any of the stuff on Amazon Prime, it's just really Grand bizarre. Tour. Yeah, it's when they travelled to yeah. Jerusalem, they realize... and then there's like a baby stick Jesus. It's so funny. <laughs> Have you seen that Grand Tour episode where they play battleships and they drop the car where they think the other car is and it explodes? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This has come a long the way from one the Top really Gear good. I remember. I think the football one just... where um, James, James May does a beautiful save when they play football but with cars. It's oh, yeah. So good. It's like Rocket <laughs> League. 
the thing is like <laughs> w- with most things related to cars like the first three things that they do series or films would be like yeah we've got a really good demographic with this but like by the fourth one they're like no we need to spice it up a bit like i reckon if they ever do more yeah. baby driver films or anything that's related to cars oh i love baby driver like, why do you think cars never had a fourth film you know <laughs> cars pixar pixar cars yeah pixar cars i love the, the i love disney pixar cars it's so good <laughs> i like that um michael schumacher stars as himself cars and there's also a bit where lewis hamilton's in it as well tokyo and drift it's like two of my favorite things combined in one film <laughs> like how would that scene That's work cool. where they were coming out of a plane would they come out of the the, the planes a person in like yeah that's a bit weird at that point i always find cars really weird yeah. as a concept like how does it work what did the have, car have you seen the from? conspiracy theory oh about it all being connected that it was like what, what's the con- yeah like the incredibles yeah. when the robots in the incredibles they eventually take over the human race and become the cars that's why? so cool but why would they it's just good feel good films like isn't it like... fiat 500 <laughs> and stuff why would they think that that would be a good thing to revert back to not like become like i don't know, I don't know cyborgs or like things like the terminator <laughs> they think no let's go back to like i don't know a ford fiesta that seems cool Sit. and a, a towing truck massive yeah. eyes no <laughs> and teeth and... i don't know Cars with teeth was always what threw me off as a kid. It wasn't the eyes, it was the teeth. Right, right. Adam, what's your what's your pick of the week? My my watch for this week is The Invisible Man, which is like a... Well, it's, it's a horror film, but unlike most horror films, it has a storyline, which I feel that most of them lack. So it's a good oh, sort nice. Of, Not just jump scares? Like, no, there's very little jump scares. There are jump scares, but very little. It's more sort of psychological, because the man's invisible... Well, the storyline is that there's this woman who's in an abusive marriage and she escapes and the guy fakes his death so she thinks he's dead but then he like haunts her because he becomes invisible um it's explained how he, he becomes so invisible. she thinks she's being it does later on i don't want to ruin it because it's one oh. of the plot twists there's a few plot twists in it it's very good but so he's invisible explains how i won't um and he's making her life like a misery frames her for different things um and only she is affected by him so everyone thinks she's going insane it's very sort of like a psychological thriller as you'll see it's sort of very tense because you obviously can't see when this guy's coming got some great sequences it came out last year so it's got good like cgi so yeah, yeah i recommend that sounds very cool kevin bacon was yeah. in a similar film wasn't he a couple of years back which one injected i don't know he was an invisible man that's all i remember Oh. That's that. Is that fine? Yeah. That's all we got time for, I think. <laughs> ne- please <laughs> do message us if you want to listen to the end of the cars debate. Because I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about that a lot. <laughs> we can go further. And I need to know. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with any of us about the things we have said this week or to keep up to date with the news of our podcast, follow us on our new Instagram account, um, Three Wise Rubber Ducks. Also, if you have any facts or news about Bath, feel free to drop us a message. See you next time with the Three Wise Rubber Ducks. Bye.